it's Thursday or it's Friday light, or it's actually Friday whenever you're watching this. Whatever it is, it's time for predictions from Locked On Bama. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein. That's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I am doing great. It's the start of a new college football weekend. I feel renewed. And this episode is brought to you by Underdog. We will be talking about Underdog here in just a little bit. Uh, But, Jimmy, it's time to talk about some predictions for the SEC this weekend. You know, and we're going to do that in the next two segments, uh, we'll do Alabama, Arkansas, totally on the third segment, and then all the SEC in the second segment. But for right now, I thought Bama Online had a pretty good, uh, pretty good article up about the uh, top three matchups uh, to watch for this Alabama-Arkansas game. They talk about Alabama inside linebackers um, against Arkansas's quarterback and KJ Jefferson and uh, Rocket Sanders, the running back. Um, of course, the inside linebackers being Henry Toto, Jalen Moody, and Deontay Lawson will probably figure in too. But that is a great matchup. Uh, Rocket Sanders, now again, I'm not going to consider myself an Arkansas aficionado with a nickname like Rocket. You're either really fast or really slow, and the nickname is uh, <laughs> kind of sarcastic. But I'm guessing he's really fast. So, And I know K.J. Jefferson's a good runner. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how our inside linebackers handle those two dudes. Yeah, Rocket's a good player. He leads the SEC in rushing. He is uh, also leads the SEC in carry. So he's the most used back. He's the most productive back. And frankly, K.J. Jefferson is a really good passer. I think he's even got some level of an NFL future because he can throw the ball. You, you have to be able to throw the ball to play in that league. I think K.J. Jefferson throws it well enough to where he's going to get a long look in the in the NFL. But uh, but he scares you to death with his legs. He's a real powerful powerful runner. Um, I'll tell you, is a little bit like uh, no one really brings us up, and, and maybe it's because he's bigger, but he's a little bit like college Jalen Hurts uh, in the sense that it's not so much that he's going to run by you a 4-3 four, four, speed. It's that he's going to run through you. He, he's a powerful runner, very much like Jalen Hurts, who broke so many tackles at Alabama. And while his arm – isn't awesome. No one's going to compare him as a passer to like CJ Stroud. But hey, if you if you don't guard receivers, he's going to hit them. I mean, he'll he'll hit enough to where you've got to guard the receivers. So I think that KJ Jefferson's a lot like Jalen Hurts, and uh, and I'm sure you guys, uh, Alabama fans, will remember with me that when Jalen Hurts was our quarterback, we won a lot of games uh, with a quarterback like that. So. Uh, it will be a difficult matchup, uh, and, and I think it's on our inside linebackers, again, I, in the sense that we have to keep Rocket Sanders and K.J. Jefferson from the big play. If they can drive it multiple times, the length of the field against our defense, then uh, then maybe they deserve to win the game. But don't don't give them cheap ones. Don't let them score from 60 and 70 yards out. All right, I'm going to say Omaha, Omaha, because I'm calling an audible, because the other two matchups that they talk about on BOL, uh, and I'll let you go read the article, and I don't want to spoil it, but it's basically 
uh, Will Anderson, Dallas Turner against Arkansas's tackles, and, and then Alabama's running backs against Drew Sanders. And so go read that for yourself. I don't want to just spoil all their information, give it away for free. Besides, I had a couple of things I wanted to mention. Number one, uh, we should uh, talk about the fact that Alabama did just recently receive a basketball commitment. We haven't even brought it up, and I've, I've, I'm mad at myself for it, but Davin Cosby, who is you know a top 100 player in the country, a shooting guard, committed to Alabama late last week. Uh, I think it was last Saturday. Big pickup. So now it gives them Sam Walters, Davin Cosby, and R.J. Johnson, who is from Grissom. And I, I like that lineup. I, I like this recruiting class. And um, there's still some guys that are going to be out there. Look, there'll be some more turnover because it's, it's transfer portal time. So that that's what will happen. And Brandon Miller is going to go pro. You can just write that down, book it, bank it, all those things. I, I'm telling you, he's a lottery pick. So um, – Anyway, just want to throw that out there because I don't want it to seem like we're not basketball dudes, too. We are. Then the other thing I want to talk about, uh, just sort of out there, look, Tua Tungvaluwa, and this is what made me think of what Jalen Hurts, they're the only two teams in the NFL that are undefeated. They quarterback the only two teams left that are undefeated. If Tua and Jalen play for the Super Bowl, I don't know what I've how many kidneys I'm gonna have to sell to get to it, but I got to, right? I'll where sell is, my, where I'll is sell one I don't even know. I don't even know where the Super Bowl is. How could I not know where it is? But do you know it's, it's in Super Bowl? it's in Glendale, I think. Now again, that's interesting because I don't think, even though we've been uh even though Alabama's played in Glendale, we played for a championship there against Clemson in 15. Um, I guess that's the only time we've been. But so neither Jalen nor Tua played in Glendale, even though it's on the national championship and playoff rotation. I don't think either one of them played there. No, I mean, uh, Coker <laughs> won the national championship out there that was Coker. Coker in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, that would be great. Uh, rooting for, of course. So we record this on Thursday morning. So uh, rooting for Tua tonight against the Bengals. Tough matchup because. You know, two is banged up. So is Jalen Waddle. Uh, I think the Bengals are, are one and two, and they're probably Wait, better two, than that. They're and, two, aren't they? No, they're. I think they're one they're and one two. and two. You're right because they they just beat the Jets. They they lost to Dallas, which is stupid, and then so they also fear, lost to Pittsburgh at home. Whenever I say this, and it is the prediction show, right? So as you know, oh, one of my favorite terms on the prediction show is market correction, and. That that's and and it sounds smart when it's right, but it's not right all the time. But this feels like a market correction game to me a little bit, and it's at Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati aren't they a little better than one and two? And are we sure the Dolphins are a three and O type team? So that's sort of the way I'm I'm looking at it. Then factoring in the Dolphins' health, uh, I like the Bengals to win, but I'll be uh, rooting like crazy for uh, for Tua and his uh, Dolphin brethren. And they are wearing all agua tonight. Um, which oh, is yeah. kind of fitting because a lot of Florida is underwater, I guess. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm not that's trying to make a joke. I mean, I'm just saying. No, but that's, that's a quality joke. You could take yeah, it. It would be a quality joke. It's a little too soon. I didn't even mean for it to be a joke. I just sort of said it. Sorry. I don't mean to be insensitive. Um, I know how quickly things can be canceled. Um, I, right. I live in a hurricane prone area and I laugh. Okay. I, look, then I feel good. Hey, you know, I feel like I should say, you know, a lot of my friends live in hurricane-prone areas. 
<laughs> uh, it's funny too. Uh, yeah, that was not bad. That one was better. It's worthy of uh, going on the road. All right. I need to tell everybody now about Underdog. Underdog Fantasy. Look, I'm telling you, this episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up your college football season. And I love it. I, I've actually, they gave us some money to start with his host, right? And I did it and I won a little bit and I just loved it. It was funny. It's so easy. Um, you can do like a pickup like last week. Uh, I had a pick them where it's Drake May higher than 254 passing yards against Notre Dame. And then you could also choose something like Notre Dame's quarterback. I think his name is Drew Pine uh, is lower than 217 and a half. I mean, that's what you do. You combine those two things. It's a lot of fun. You can do Malik Cunningham at Louisville over 95 yards rushing, you know, or you can do Bryce Young over 300 yards passing, whatever it is. It's a lot of fun and it's a different spin on what you normally do. Um, It's easy to play. It's available in over 30 states. Just pick between two and five players across any team, not just your team, any team you want, and decide if they will finish higher or lower. One of the easiest fantasy games to play out there, and you could win cold, hard cash in a single game. Sign up with the promo code Locked On, one word, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Deposit $100, get $100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store, Google Play Store, whatever. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code Locked On. That's all one word, Locked On, all one word. Get in the fantasy football pick'em action today, y'all. All right, Jimmy. Let's start with some predictions. Um, Love it. Look, we're not going. We're going to leave off South Carolina and whoever the heck they're playing tonight because they moved it up to tonight because of the hurricane. And then we're also going to leave off Florida and Eastern Washington because they moved that to Sunday, and it's not a problem. Um, I'm tempted to leave off Georgia and Missouri. In fact, I will. I mean, I know that's going to be blowout central. I can't um, look. You know how little I use the word crestfallen. Missouri's got to be crestfallen after last weekend. So, and, and they'll simply be fallen on Saturday. Uh, okay, so let's start with AM and Mississippi State. That is an interesting game. Mississippi State's slight favorite. I like Mississippi State, Jimmy. I, 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 you know, I've changed some things in my old age. I'm sort of rooting for AM here. That's why I I don't like AM, to be honest. I do like Mississippi State. Uh, I I want the Alabama AM game to be a big deal. I mean, there's going to be so much attention on it. It needs to to at least be, you know, hopefully 5 0 Alabama versus 4 1 AM, and at least make it as big as possible. And game day will be there. And, you know, but if if AM loses, now the whole game's about nothing but, you know, Saban and Jimbo's thing this summer. And, for that, I sort of want AM to win. But but that said, who, who do I think is really going to win? Probably Mississippi State. Um, I, I don't know that AM is good enough to, to, to beat a really good SEC team on the road. Uh, Will Rogers is one of the best stories in this league that isn't being told enough. Uh, AM was very fortunate to beat Arkansas. Uh, I mean, very fortunate, as we know. There was a, do- there was a famous doink at the end or it would have been an Arkansas win and, and A&M be going in this game two and two, you know, and really that's what they should be if not for the doink. So I, I like Mississippi state. I, I, and, and not as a flukish thing. I just think at home, Mississippi state wins this game. If it was a college station, I'd probably pick it the other way. 
I, again, I'm picking Mississippi State too, and I'm I'm with you. I hear what you're saying about wanting to make it more important. I, I think it'd be cool if if A&M wins. I bet you College Game Day will be at Bama just because of the drama of it. But I think it's going to be big to Alabama and Alabama fans, no matter what. I think they're going to pack the house out pretty good and be pretty rowdy. And frankly, it's fine with me if A&M comes in crestfallen themselves and doesn't play so hard because we got a super super hard game the next week against uh Tennessee on the road. So look man, we got like we've been talking about this six game stretch is a mother. So um all right. Kentucky Mississippi. Um look I I I'm going to pick Mississippi but I'm not fired up about it. I am going to pick Mississippi though. I feel the same way. I mean I I feel the same way about this game that I did about the A&M State game. I think if this was a neutral site location, I might would go Kentucky. If it was at Kentucky, I, I would. I, I think home field wins out here. Uh, again, like in the, I, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a classic, just like AM State's probably going to be tight and real fun. I think this game will be fun. I'm going to watch it. It's my game that I picked for the 11 a.m. slot in terms of like, hey, this is the 11 a.m. game I'm watching. Is, is Kentucky Ole Miss? Uh, and in part because I'm so convinced it's going to be tight and good. But in the end, Ole Miss at home wins a tight one. Mute, I know. No, no, I mean, you, you rescued it so quickly, though. I did. I rescued it very quickly. I was able to see at the very top because it does give me a warning. Like if I start talking or if I clear my throat or cough while I'm on mute, it says your microphone is muted to let me know. And I was looking at it, and it just happened to, happened to pop up. All right, Auburn and LSNU. Um, man, I look, I, I'm telling you, Jimmy, I, I'm on your side now. At the beginning of the season, I thought Auburn would be 7-5, and 6-6, six and six, something like that. Um, I wasn't buying into the, hey, they could win 10 games. also wasn't buying into your theory of, hey, they could win only four. I'm beginning to think it can they can win only four. I, in fact, I don't know. Even on the ESPN predictor, they're only like a 53% chance to beat Western Kentucky at this point. So um, I'm going LSU. I think LSU may even easily cover. LSU by a million. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's, it's – and I don't think LSU is that good. I mean, frankly, I, I don't think LSU is great. I think LSU is good defensively, which means Auburn has no chance because Auburn right. can't score against air. LSU's got quality defense, much better, much better than Missouri on defense. So I see Auburn at 10, 12 or less. And LSU's going to find, you know, 20. They'll find 20 and probably 30. If they score 30, this could be 30 to 7. You know, and I'll tell you something that just – I, I really wish Alabama were playing at Jordan Hare this year. I feel like Auburn's on yeah. a pretty good rotation of playing us. Like this year, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. You know, it would, doesn't matter that Auburn's bad. We probably beat Auburn anyway in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, but they I think they seem to catch us over there in the, in, in the years that they're right good. Time. You think yeah, about two, good, we play over there. You think about 2013. I mean, if we play that game in Tuscaloosa, there's no doubt in my mind we win that game. Well, we 2010. Play, 2010, they were really good, and we did get right, them in Brian. 2010, I can't. Can't say anything about that. I mean, they they just they came back Probably and beat us. I mean, that's just can't nothing to complain about. But I but two thousand thirteen. Yeah. So anyway, you know what's the unsung thing about that game? Nobody talks about. What's that? We we didn't have Barrett Jones. 
and we had to start yeah. Anthony Steen, who ended up being a good player, but he was a redshirt freshman, and he had to go up against Nick Fairley. Yeah. I mean, if we just had Barrett Jones, we'd probably win the game. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take another break. When we come back, we'll dive into this Alabama-Arkansas matchup. It's always an awkward pause, but now we're back. And uh, Alabama, Arkansas, Jimmy, you know, it's funny. I mean, doing this doing this podcast, um, we have some folks listen to us, and it's, it's still unbelievable that to me. That is funny. I, 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 that, is, that part is very funny. That is, that is funny. I, I, still, we, I still can't believe that part. We actually get a little bit of money to do this. <laughs> That's what's even more hilarious. But um, no. All right. So I pretty famously a while back wrote an article that was very self-deprecating towards myself. Right. That I, I thought it was. And I thought it was funny. And that is what self-deprecating means. Yes. And it was uh, and it was uh, about a local high school here that's, that you, historically has not been very good at football. But I was. Um, I'd gotten some heck for not picking them in the local paper to win games when they were like, man, you should pick the local team. And so I was trying to make a joke about it. Like, Hey, you don't want me to pick you. I'm terrible at this. And I really want y'all to, I will start, you know what I'm going to do? I'll start picking you no matter what. And the, that community took it as if I was making fun of them. And I'm talking about, it was, it was a, a sort of a, it was a thing for a little bit, but I have flashbacks because, um, when I read some of the comments yesterday about our podcast, like a couple of people were like, I just can't stand it when Bama fans just put Bama down. I'm like, what? what? Do you listen to us and think we're not dyed in the wool Bammers? I mean, you really think we're not even unbiased. We're so biased. We're locked on Bama. We're locked on it. And, and so I was thinking, it's so funny how no matter what you say, if you ever say to some people like, Hey, this is fantastic. Alabama is in the middle of the best run it's ever been in. But you know, our run blocking is a little troublesome. Oh, USOB, you just hate Alabama, don't you? Right. Go ahead. And I, I, so anyway, I just found that a little comical. So because one thing somebody said, they were like, "You two guys don't know what you're talking about. Alabama by a million tomorrow." And I posted underneath it because I'm trying to be nice and keep uh, you know keep appearances. And I said, "Hey, I bet you Jimmy and I both pick Alabama to cover tomorrow." I'm already breaking that promise. I'm picking Alabama by 14. I'm picking Alabama to win 41 to 27. 41 27. What's well, giving up a lot of points? And because uh, I got Alabama winning 34 24, not covering. Uh, neither and, one of us. Neither one of us. USOB, you hate Alabama. <laughs> yeah, why do you hate Alabama? I had this guy. I had this guy. I tried to make a, a point to to a guy one time, and I think I'm. I think I made a breakthrough, where. He tells me Alabama was, I can't remember what game it was, but we're playing a game where many experts were not picking Alabama to win. It, it, it was, it was a single Alabama's favored by single digits at home. Uh, and somebody had picked against Alabama. And so I got this guy that's at the tailgate uh, that I was at. And he said, well, you know, uh, I forget who he said, I'm just going to pick a name, uh, Desmond. Desmond Howard, you know, Desmond Howard picked against us. You know, he hates Alabama. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't know if Desmond hates Alabama. I don't really think Desmond cares about Alabama one way or the other. But uh, uh, so you think, and since he picked the other team, he doesn't like Alabama. And he said, obviously. And I said, so I picked like a random in my head. I'm like, 
hey, you know, tomorrow, uh, you know, uh, the Browns are hosting the Chiefs. Who do you think is going to win that? What's your football opinion? Who's going to win? And he's like, the Chiefs. I'm like, why do you hate the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> and he's like, I don't hate the Browns. Yeah. I'm like, you don't see people yeah. just who they think is going to win the game. It. it doesn't matter. I pick. I don't pick based on who I love or, or hate. I love Alabama. Hey, if Alabama played the Chiefs, I'd pick the Chiefs. Um, well, here's the thing, Jimmy. In today's world, you're either a homer or you're a hater. You yeah, either right. if, yeah. you either if you pick Alabama to win by one point against Vanderbilt, everybody's like that. Yeah, oh, like you would I've pick. Got, and and it's my job really now to have an opinion on everything. So I have an opinion that I share publicly every day on everything Alabama. And while the vast majority of people are supportive and 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 uh, and like what I do and appreciate what I, the vast majority are. But I still will get an equal amount of criticism over I'm a Bama homer or I'm a Bama hater. I got about 50 percent of the critics that like I'm too hard on our kids. I say mean things about them. And then I got 50 percent of like uh, you're such a cheerleader. This isn't analysis, you know. So but most people are supportive, you know, and, and understand that, hey, I'm just giving my opinion and I'll try to be objective. But it's hard to be objective when you're an Alabama fan and, and everybody that knows me and everybody that listens to the show knows us by now. They know people that listen to the show all the time know we're Alabama fans and we want Alabama to have all the success in the world. We root for it to happen, even financially rooting for it to happen, which we both do. Uh, so uh, I want Alabama to win to, to, on Saturday. And I believe they will. But, hey, I will say this. I'm not going to be shocked if Alabama doesn't win. I, I I won't be shocked. And this is why. First of all, Arkansas is good. Secondly, uh, it's it's been five road games in a row. Five, the past five road games, Alabama has not played well in four of them. And if you're like, well, you know, Arkansas is better than all those teams. Then I went back to 2020. That was the greatest Alabama team I've ever seen. You know what? At least twice on the road, we didn't play great. Even in 2020, we didn't beat the crap out of a pretty bad Missouri team in 2020. We didn't beat the crap out of them. We won. It was our didn't. first game, though. It, it was the first game, but we didn't win 47-7. to I would say over the course of that season, that may have been the worst performance, maybe, because yeah. uh, <laughs> we were so good. Also, we played in Oxford that year and the offense was great, but the defense was not defense played its worst game of the year in Oxford that night. So I'm saying this road game issue isn't brand new. I, I and I, most of it, I blame on, Hey, it's just hard to go on the road and win. And that, that's what it is. And I think it's gonna be hard to go on the road and beat this Arkansas team. Alabama hasn't played well on the road. Arkansas is good enough to beat Alabama. If Alabama helps them. And as we saw at Texas, we we have been helpful to the home team a few times. So I won't be shocked if uh, if this goes the other way. But I am predicting that Alabama wins 34-24. Well, and frankly, if if you're talking about the financial side of it, it's probably better for us to for Alabama to lose because that means more people will listen. Alabama fans will listen to figure out what happened, and other fans will listen to to uh, hear us whine. So, I mean, yeah, we're, it actually helps us if Alabama loses occasionally, but we don't want them to lose ever no. for any reason. No. Let's just get that on the record. 
All right. So 41-27 for me, 34-24 for uh, Mr. Jimmy Stein, noted Alabama hater. And uh, we, will, <laughs> we will be back Sunday with another pod ready to rock. We appreciate you guys so much for listening and uh, go to it tonight. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.